What's going on everyone? This is Lee with the Business Startup Channel. Today we are doing an interview with Chris from Camp Bow Wow located in Orange County, California. Uh, I must say I have never seen such a professional facility, especially in this type of uh, business. So I am not a pet owner, but again, my wife loves dogs. We have uh, pets, you know, my mother has pets. And so when I walked in here, I was just amazed by how awesome everything is organized and the attention and detail. But before we really begin with that, Chris, can you tell me a little bit about how you got started in the business? Yes. Uh, well, my, I, we're, my husband and I were both teachers. I was a high school French teacher. He was a high school math teacher and a coach. And we both realized, um, you know, we, lo we love dogs. We already had six dogs oh, wow. of our own. And uh, it was summer of 2005. I had AOL and you know it came on and it said you know did that noise or whatever and then all of a sudden I up comes this article about own your own doggy daycare so I click on it right away I read the whole thing I yelled at Tim we were in the summer we were, it was off for you know for uh, school in the summer on our vacation and he, I, I said Tim come in here and he came into the office and I go read this and I'm pacing while he's reading it mm -hmm. and he looks at me and he goes we have to do this and I said, that's exactly what I was thinking. So we got on the phone right that day and, um, and tried to go to, at that time there was only, the closest Camp Bawa was in Colorado, so we mm -hmm. couldn't visit any, any others. And also that happens to be where the franchisor is located. Mm -hmm. So we uh, got on the list as soon as we could, got there I think in September and we toured it and immediately knew we wanted to do it and then started our, um, our corporation and signed the franchise agreement and then started site search mm -hmm. for to find a building. And you said this was 2005, correct? Yes. So in 2005, when you were doing this, was there anyone else, let's say, in the local Orange County area doing this type of thing? Or that was that some, was it because of need or search? How did you get, you know, how did you find that ad? Like it was just a pop-up type of thing or? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we just, um, we had been boarding our six dogs at, it, actually that summer we had boarded our dogs, I think like four or five times. Mm -hmm. And it was at a vet's office, they're great vets, mm -hmm. but they just did boarding to, you know, to help their clients basically. Mm -hmm. And one of the vet techs, she told me, she goes, your dog, after like the fourth time, she's like, your dogs are miserable here, especially Pierre. He hated it because he was just like, it was like, <laughs> we couldn't see, we couldn't get a tour, you know, we couldn't see the back. We didn't know what they were, you know, what it looked like, where they were sleeping. And also our biggest concern was that we couldn't get them. We missed them so much if we were on a, even on a weekend trip mm -hmm. that we wanted to come back on Sunday on our trip and go get our dogs, but we couldn't because they were closed mm -hmm. so on Sunday. So we had to wait Monday, which means you have to pay one more night yep. and you're 24 hours, you know, we'd go to work the next day and we couldn't pick them up till after work. Mm -hmm. So then that's like 24 hours that we didn't have with the dogs mm -hmm. that we missed after our trip. So. That's why, you know, we decided, you know, when we saw this uh, Camp Bow Wow, we just thought, this is perfect. The dogs are playing <laughs> indoor, outdoor. They give a tour at a drop of the hat. They always did, and that's what we do. You know, you come in, we're not going to say, oh, come back tomorrow or whatever. We give a tour at a drop of a hat, and, uh, you know, I think that's a, very important. Awesome. Yeah. So... You said you were a teacher, is that correct? Okay. So what, what, can you tell us a little bit, maybe like a year before you got started in a business, what were you doing? So teaching French, I um, taught for 15 years in oh, high wow. school okay. in El Monte. Do you know where El Monte is? I know is? exactly where that is. East yes. of LA. <laughs> and uh, I loved, you know, I loved it. 
so much, but you know, I wasn't, I have to say, I wasn't the best at it. You know, I loved French, I loved France, I loved, you know, the students were great, but I, I wasn't the best at it. So I really thought that I needed to, you know, I was really thinking I needed to do something else. Mm -hmm. And I had always wanted to own a business, you know, or, mm -hmm. or start a business. And I just didn't know what to do. And when this came, it was just like perfect timing. I mean, I, it was at the perfect time when I really knew I wanted to start a business. <coughs> My husband too. And you know, you get a little, you can get a little burnout. out. You know, after oh, 15 yes. years, it's, it's a lot. And I have to say French teachers, please be nice to them because <laughs> they have, like most math or English teachers have two or three preps, which means two different classes that they prep for three different classes. I had five. Oh, so. Wow. All French teachers do because there's usually <laughs> only one French teacher. It's French one, two, three, four, five, and so it was, I was a little burnout, you know. And uh, and I loved, you know, we already had six dogs, like I said, so <laughs> we loved dogs, and we we saw the need because of the experience that we had at our vet's office, mm -hmm. and so that's what we did. So after that experience at the vet's office, and then can you tell us a little bit about when you were opening the business what were some of the challenging aspects of getting started so tough finding the site search was the most difficult thing mm -hmm. um we had um bought the location and um you know we just had to put a deposit down i think at that mm -hmm. point um in california the rules were different for franchises mm -hmm. um so we put a deposit on lax we wanted to have a uh, camp there, oh, wow. and then we wanted to have one. We lived in La Habra at the time, mm -hmm. so we wanted to have somewhere around La Habra. Mm -hmm. So we started looking in La Habra, looked in Brea, looked in Anaheim. I'm sorry, not Anaheim yet. We went to Brea, Fullerton. I can't remember where else, but it, we were also looking at LAX, and the LAX, the location just was not going to work out after mm -hmm. several months of having an architect look at it. The, it, it just was not going to work. So. Gotcha. All of a sudden, um, our broker had said, "Look at this place on the freeway, which is fantastic, which is amazing, amazing. Uh, this <laughs> building." And so, I said, I, "I just, I didn't even have to. I don't think I even drove by. I just looked at it on, on paper, and I'm like, that's the building." And uh, but the owner, the owner wasn't interested in having dogs at their facility. Hmm. Um, so later, I offered, um, you know, it was a couple months later after LAX fell through, because I think I had seen it before. LAX and then LA the whole LAX we were focusing on that and then the day that fell through I called the broker back and I'm, I said you please call the owner again and tell him why can't we have a doggy daycare there Correct. and then he started to talk to us mm -hmm. and eventually it was um, I think what is it cinch the deal or clinch the deal I forget but <laughs> uh, what did that was uh, that we uh, I had the idea to offer for them to go look at a Camp Bow Wow in Colorado. We did a mm. all expenses paid trip, trip for them that we offered when it, with our oh, um, wow. intent to, you know, our intent letter. And I think that that's what sold them. That said, oh wow, they're willing to put their money where their mouth is and we could go see a Camp Bow Wow. They ended up not going, okay? But that is what made them say yes to us. And the most critical part was the indoor outdoor component. Mm -hmm. A lot of, you know, a lot of vets in, are indoors. They're all indoors, not outdoors. The barking of the dogs, you mm -hmm. know, the neighbors were concerned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we had to do a CUP permit, you know, conditional use permit mm -hmm. with the city. And that was a big ordeal. Um, but eventually they voted for us to, to have the building. Nice. So it worked out. That it's is, a great building. That is, it is a great building. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I mean, just looking around here, you, there's so many rooms and so many attention and detail. And I love that. Thank you. Can you please tell me, so let's say, look, I'm not a pet owner, but my mother is, and she wants to bring her dog. She, maybe she needs to go on vacation. Right. How would that process work? So she calls you, she comes to this location um, in Orange County. 
help me or a potential client understand what happens with their pet when they come in here the first time. Okay, so we have an ex extensive application that they fill out, and that's all the information about their dog. You know, any anxieties they have, any you know, any incident they've had with another dog before, you know, because they have to get along with dogs and people, you know, too, because we, we take care of them. <laughs> and so we really um, go over that application and make sure that they, you know, meet all the requirements. First of all, dogs have to be spayed and neutered by six months. Um, you know, we can't have them, you know, having Kampawa puppies, um, which would be very cute, but, you know, people wouldn't like that. So, um, you know, when they call the first question we need to ask, sometimes we forget to ask at first, but is, is your dog spayed or neutered, you know, mm -hmm. by six months. So we can take them from four to six months without being spayed or neutered, mm -hmm. but by six months they have to, have to be. And then they have to have all the vaccinations and then um, that application, mm -hmm. and then they come in and, and we do a three, we like to, we have about 15 minutes with the, the parents to mm -hmm. go over the application and go over everything. And then um, we do about a three hour interview. Mm -hmm. So we first introduce them to a, one dog, see how it goes, then another dog, and then basically all the other dogs come into the yard gotcha. and they sniff each other and, you know, we just make sure we're just supervising <laughs> them, especially that first day really long, you know, really intently mm -hmm. because um, we want to make sure that they're, it's a good fit. And if it's a not a good fit, you know, um, we could um, stop the, just call the parent and say, you know, he's really nervous, might want to come pick him up and then maybe we can try in like two more days. Because mm -hmm. usually it's that first time when they come in and they're just, they're nervous. They've never Correct. been here before, especially <laughs> if they're, if they are six months old or something, they've never been, maybe they've never been to a dog park, you know, um, and they don't know what it's like to have, be around all these other dogs. Mm -hmm. And you know, they are playing, they're having fun. Some can be rambunctious and it's not for every dog, but usually after the first day, uh, if they don't, you know, do well the first day, we have them come back and nine times out of 10, they will, they will pass the interview and mm -hmm. they'll be comfortable. Gotcha. And then, and then from there, after that, we let them know that if they pass the interview, they can come back anytime for daycare and boarding. Um, the only times they have to make a reservation is in the summer when it gets real busy mm -hmm. and also vacations, you know, holidays, 4th of July, those times you, you really have to, it's at least two weeks before they have to make a reservation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which brings me to my next question. What are some of the most common questions that people ask you, maybe on the very first phone call or when they come here, uh, some of the information you'd like for a potential client to have? Well, I think they, the main thing is they want to know that they can see the facility, like I said, with the tours. That's so important to be able to get a tour at the drop of a hat. Uh, a lot of people, since we are a drive-by, you know, people see the sign and they come in and, on a Saturday or Sunday and they, we give them a tour right away. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I tell people if any facility you go to, you want to make sure you can get a tour at the yes. drop of a hat. And so get, getting a tour gives them a good picture. You know, I just give you a tour and, you know, you, it gives you a good picture of what's going on. Mm -hmm. When you see the sign Camp Bow, a lot of people think it might be training or something, like a camp, like a boot camp or something, <laughs> but it's not. It's really not that at all. But um, so, you know, just to give them an idea that your dog's going to play, they're going to be exhausted because they played all day, they're going to socialize, and they're going to have a great time. Gotcha. And, yeah. And I really did enjoy that, just the fact that I was able to show up and, yeah. You know, we saw like everything and, and you know, that that's the level of transparency that I think is amazing and it's a necessity, especially yeah. for, for owners and pets. It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant and they have the open kitchen. Yeah. I, I just feel better about that. You know, I like, <laughs> I like seeing the people work. I think it's fascinating, you know, with food and stuff. And I just want to see what's going on there. I, I, I think that's good. Mm -hmm. I think it's good. So let's say uh, you have 
different clients dropping off different size dogs. Um, is there, how does that work? Let's say there's little dogs, big dogs, medium dogs. Well, we, we just added our teacup camp, which is awesome. So it's um, dogs 15 pounds and under can be in the teacup camp. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not actually open yet, um, but we're two, like a couple days away from opening that. Mm -hmm. And we'll, where we have a camera, we do have webcams in all the play yards, mm -hmm. um, so in, indoor and outdoor. So the people can, they can go on their app and they can see our app and anybody can do it. You don't have to have a login. Um, you go to campbell.com. Um, on the, the website or the app is, a, mm -hmm. I think it's just Camp Bow Wow. And uh, you get the app and you can see anytime you can see your dog in the oh, different wow. play yards. We also have the suites. We do have uh, cameras in the suites. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there's only two suites, but um, then they can see them sleeping too, you know, so that's <laughs> great. But it's just very important for them to be able to see that, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. I think that is excellent to have an application where you could actually look at your own dog or pet, you know. Yes from anywhere in the world, be it vacation, Hawaii, Alaska, or, you know. Yes, in anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, exactly. So, in your opinion, what are some of the difficulties or challenges in your business? I think the main thing is that the dogs, you know, just making sure that they get along, you know, dogs, for some reason, it might be it's a full moon or it's uh, the weather or I don't know. But every once in a while, you'll just sometimes you'll come in and you'll see all the dogs are just lying down and wow. they're calm. They're not really playing. They're just <laughs> really chill and zen. And it's like, what? Why are they doing that? Like, why? Nothing's different except for maybe the weather or the moon or whatever. And and then other days, it's crazy crazy day mm -hmm. and we have to you know put this dog in, in that yard with the other dogs because it maybe didn't get along with this one mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it can just be a crazy day it just really depends on gotcha. you know and sometimes you don't see it coming usually you can look back a, a year and see like you know we look back to a year ago today mm -hmm. and see okay how many dogs did we have on that day this is how many dogs we can probably anticipate mm -hmm. uh, for today and we try to staff accordingly and so that that's a really really challenge you know staffing making sure you have enough staff for that day and again you never know for some reason somebody might come in usually by this year this time we're 12 years old so we we do know the ups and downs and stuff but like the nam festival um, oh, the NAM, NAM, yes. they you know we have a lot of clients that come from other camps and by the way this is um fantastic about camp bow wow is um that if you go to another camp say you live in arizona you go to the camp camp in phoenix and um you're coming for the nam festival or, or any you know mm -hmm. um convention and you come and you can clone your dog's information over and then we get all the information you don't have to do that application again the vaccinations all that um, we make sure the vaccinations are up to date but you know we might have to call a vet but otherwise we get all that dog's information and they can go to any camp out in the country Wow. Which is great. And there's a hundred more than, I think it's a hundred and, I always get the number wrong. I think it's 160 or more than that mm -hmm. uh, franchises now. We were number 58. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, that, um, one question that came to mind. So you said there's busy times. Yes. So here for this Orange County location, let's say if I'm trying to plan ahead, what are some of the busiest times so that I know ahead of time? Summer. <laughs> it's okay. like the busiest time. I mean, uh, for daycare, for boarding, you know, of course, um, 4th of July is crazy busy. Mm -hmm. That's like, mm -hmm. you know, we're totally booked. Um, we've been booked for Thanksgiving for, I think, a week. Mm -hmm. It's been a, like a week. So that's two weeks ahead of the Thanksgiving that we're 100% booked. You mm -hmm. know, we do have a waiting list just in mm -hmm. case people cancel. Um, 
and you know but I, the summer is the craziest it's it can be really busy and i remember the first summer you know we opened in january of 2008 mm -hmm. and by i think maybe mid-july we hit 100 and we that was wow. the first time ever we're so excited uh, we can have up to 100 as per the city we can have 112 dogs mm -hmm. um so we had 100 it was so exciting and then when you creep towards 112, you're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to like put a sign up or put something on social media saying, you know, we are booked today. You know, uh -huh. for instance, you put, you say you're, we're booked today. Like if at 9 a.m. we're booked, we, you know, have to say that. And you know, we have had to turn our customers away. It's not fun. But now, you know, now we definitely um, in the summer we encourage, mm -hmm. you know, um, reservations even for daycare. Yeah, which is a good problem to have. But that is also, a great problem. But, but also you don't want to turn anyway. Yes. If you turn people away and they expected to have daycare that day, that's not fun. And, and now, due to this location, we have a lot of amusement parks here and things for people to do who come all over the country. Yes. Is that part, do you think, is that part of it? or? or it is to a certain, well, we do We do get a lot of um, people that want to come here for an interview, but we 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 ask them, hey, where do you live? And we try to find a camp near them. We say, it, the best thing is if you can go to that camp first, do daycare, that introduces them to daycare there and boarding there, and um, then come and then do the cloning and then gotcha. do boarding here when they're coming for, to go to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm. And um, it is fun, you know, because we get a lot, we have a lot of clients from all over the country <laughs> and Canada, you know, so we get people from all over the place, which is great. It's kind of fun to meet them. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, Next question, I like to ask this pretty much from absolutely everyone. Yeah. And that is, if you could go back to your very first day of business operations, what would you tell yourself? You give yourself two pieces of advice oh from gosh. today for that. Well, I think the two, I was gonna say three, accounting, accounting, accounting. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that that is so important and that's not something I, I knew nothing about. Mm -hmm. It took me years to understand mm -hmm. um, QuickBooks, how to, you know, where to put things. I mean, if you don't have your accounting from day one, mm -hmm. you're gonna have a problem making decisions, mm -hmm. business decisions, and Correct. that, I think that's the toughest thing. So we were definitely behind on that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I, it's just something I, I thought, oh, it's just something we'll, I mean, we we opened Camp Bowel because we love dogs. Yes. And then a couple months in, we're like, oh crap, we have to make money, okay? <laughs> you have to make money to pay your employees, to pay the rent, to pay the yes. SBA loan, you have to do that. And if you don't, you're going to, you know, have to, Mm -hmm. let everybody go and close down and everybody it's going to be very tragic you know mm -hmm. and uh we never wanted to do that so no. No. <laughs> immediately we realized you know we had to to learn those things and we had thank thank god we have so many awesome clients that know about these things um one in particular she has helped us so much mm -hmm. um you know she she her family owns business too so mm -hmm. she has referrals for us you know wow. banks accountants she even had her accounting person come here and teach me how to do QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. Wow, that's um, cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's incredible. We've had a lot of clients help us, you wow. know, uh, with different different issues. So that's been fantastic. In your business since you've started, and you said 08, is that correct? Uh, 08, yeah, 08. so t we're coming up on 12 years. 12 years, wow. Yeah. In those 12 years, have you had any kind of aha moments in your business where you're like, wow, we can do this or how oh, we could do that? Yes. Well, we, we um, I was just showing you our teacup camp mm -hmm. that we've always wanted to have that because we have little dogs. You saw my dog, yes, Mac. The uh, he's seven pounds. And um, we always want to have teacup camps, mm -hmm. teacup dogs um, so that we could you know, accommodate them. And so we just got, I just went to Seattle. I bought from a camp. The camp didn't want their, they, they just don't have a, enough 
teacup teacup dogs there and they didn't want them anymore so we're on a Facebook franchise page ah, okay. franchisee page and she's like well, I'm selling my teacup and we're like we need those we've needed them for years but we just didn't know what to do what what space to build so um, Tim my husband he's my business partner mm -hmm. He built that space that you saw there. Oh, wow. We built that, um, I think he built that a year and a half ago, and we're just waiting to like get the teacup, you know, the right time to get the teacup camps, and this opportunity came. Mm -hmm. So a month ago, I went to Seattle, and I got a U-Haul. It's Silverdale, Washington. That's where their camp is. Wow. And, you know, I got them, you know, I got a great deal, you know, <laughs> and I drove them all the way down to Anaheim and, and unloaded them, and um, I didn't know how heavy they were going to be, so that we had to have a for fork like our forklift, mm -hmm. our neighbor, um, came over with a forklift, which was great, and and we installed those. And so now we are opening um, Teacup Camp by Thanksgiving. We will be we are already booked with mm -hmm. uh, Teacup Dogs that will be there, and but we just have to put the camera in the Teacup Teacup area for the play mm -hmm. area, mm -hmm. and then we're totally done. Yeah, wow, that is amazing. So you got a U-Haul yeah. went from. Uh, Orange County to Seattle. Seattle to Orange County. And then yep. back. Wow, that's a yeah. drive. No, just, just I just flew there flew to Seattle, down. got the U-Haul, drove it down, and then that's we had the drive. camps. Wow. It was a drive. It was fun, though. It's so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> the, the Pacific Northwest is just yes, fantastic. It is. Oh, it was great. So, yeah, it was fun. I had a fun time. Yeah. Now, in your business, what aspects do you wish you could spend more time on? And is there anything you wish you could do less of? Less of, okay, I'll start with that. Okay. Uh, I About two years in, I realized I am the worst at interviewing, hiring people. I'm the worst <laughs> at hiring. I just am. It just didn't turn out. It was just not, not good. I was not good at that. Mm -hmm. And our um, my husband started doing it. Mm -hmm. he, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. I think I could do that. And he did a great job and stuff. But then he's a pilot also, so he uh -huh. um, you know, was doing that. So he... Um, our our manager Justin he's been with us 11 years mm -hmm. and he's really good at hiring he he likes it he's good at it he knows what to do and so you know you just get out you know there's mm -hmm. they say get out of the way if you can't do something <laughs> you have to get out of the way and find something that can, somebody who can do it mm -hmm. I just wasn't good I was like very emotional about it I remember the first the first person <laughs> I interviewed it was maybe the second person I interviewed she was telling me about like her financial problems and stuff and I I was just like oh my gosh I just realized this is like people's livelihood you're Correct. you're hiring somebody to pay them it, it yep. was just very emotional for me i didn't know what it's doing so i you know you got to get out of the way and find somebody who can mm -hmm. do it and justin our manager can do it he's oh, great at it yeah God. oh and you said the i'm sorry the, what, what what wish like what, what thing what, do i want to do more, more of? yes um, more if you can well be, being with the dog you know at a certain point, at, at first, you know, we were always with the dogs, which is great. Mm -hmm. But then you have to concentrate on the business and make sure that that's running. So you're in the office, you're doing, mm -hmm. you know, the paperwork, find, learning accounting, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So you're not with the dogs and you, and eventually you're like, I need, that's why I got into this. So like, I need to go out in the play yard. So if I'm feeling really badly about mm -hmm. something and frustrated or whatever, you go in the, in the, um, play yards and you you just pet the dogs and you realize that's what it's about they're playing together they love each other they love you i mean some dogs come here they do love they're fine with dogs but they really like the people you know they want to see the people they want you to they want to come up to the camp counselors and get pet and you know so <laughs> it, it's fantastic i mean just being out there it's like you know it's therapy oh i bet yeah so more more doggy time and you were just also talking about uh, em employees. So how important is support staff in this business? Huge. We wouldn't be here without it. There's no way we could do it. Um, 
after the winter recession happened, it yes. was, you know, we opened in January mm -hmm. and then the market crashed in September mm -hmm. and we still had people coming like almost regularly, you know, but by January it was crickets. It was mm -hmm. just scary. And so we had to, a, a business, a, somebody kind of a, not a business coach, she was a friend, but mm -hmm. somebody I met through the chamber of commerce. Um, she's like, you know, she just had an honest talk with me. She's like, you're gonna have to lay off people. Nobody mm -hmm. likes to do that, but that's what you're gonna have to do. You have to work all the shifts yourself, mm -hmm. get on the schedule all the time. I mean, we were on the schedule at that time, you know, we we're still starting up. So mm -hmm. of course we we're on the schedule, but you know, we need to be like pretty much all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we ended up sending, <laughs> we had to lay off four employees. That was really tough. I mean, I was just devastated. And we, you know, did all this, we were on the schedule. I was, I took an extra teaching job, just like mm -hmm. a temporary one you know, just to get through. And um, that's what we had to do. And it was really tough. And there was um, Tim and I, my husband mm -hmm. and I, we, he would work the morning shift, I worked the afternoon shift, but then um, at, we really needed to like cut payroll. So we sent everybody home at four, at five, I think it was 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. And that's when the checkouts would happen. So from mm -hmm. five to seven, it was just us. Yeah. And that is so hard. And that's, that's when you realize you're like, this is, almost impossible, you know, to do without people, Correct. you know, and so you rely on your staff and not only to work, to do the work, but also for ideas. And they, mm -hmm. they know the customers, they know the dogs, they, you know, do a great job, but we just had a business meeting or a staff meeting last night mm -hmm. uh, with the leads. We just had the leads um, and we met at TGF Fridays uh, and uh, which was fun. And, and we had a great meeting. It's like, they have so many great ideas, you know, think things you wouldn't think of. Mm -hmm. So, um, at the end of the day, you're the owner, you do have to make the decisions, but yes. I'd say nine times out of 10, it's something they've suggested mm -hmm. that, you know, we should do this. And we look at it and we're like, yeah, you're right. We do need to do this. So yeah, relying on the, you just can't do it without people. You just can't. Uh, so people are very important. Wow. Very important. In your business model, uh, when it comes to growth, yeah. Is this something that, to tell me a little bit about how things unfold. Is it internet marketing? Is it walking through the door? Uh, how do you grow your business? We take, we take, uh, we keep really good tabs on that. Um, we ask, you know, we always ask, how did you hear about us? And it used to be, internet was number one. We do, mm -hmm. um, we spend a certain amount of money per month on uh, search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. And um, we, have increased that recently we, we doubled it actually and it's really been paying off it's been fantastic but so it was really internet first then drive-by mm -hmm. then referrals but something interesting happened now number one is referrals Wow. which okay. is very we're very proud of because I think for the first couple of years you know you don't know exactly what you're doing and you know I think people weren't doing referrals as much they were like eh, not sure to give a referral you know, and that's embarrassing to admit, but you know, we weren't our best, you know, like for instance, I was really lax on vaccinations mm -hmm. and you know, just cause I felt bad. Like I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. Your okay. It's okay. Yeah. Just send it to me tomorrow next time when you come in or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but again, getting out of my way, you know, getting out of the way and having Justin, he was, he was a little stricter with the mm -hmm. vaccinations and he could say, no, we can't, I'm sorry. You, you have to have the vaccinations. Mm -hmm. And we got our systems together about like, you know, reminding people that they need the vaccinations before mm -hmm. they come next. We even, um, one of the ideas, one, uh, Joanna, one of our camp counselors, she had the idea, she's a lead, I'm sorry. And she had the idea to make the vaccination date a couple weeks before it actually was on our system so that we could tell them ahead of time, you don't have the vaccinations, we need that before you come. And so that's helped a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
in your business, if you had additional business resources, let's just say someone gave you $50,000 that you have to spend so nice. only on your business. <laughs> yeah. How would you spend that money on your business? Well, I mean, there might be a couple operational things that we would do, but also um, one of the, the Camp Bowo in um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh -huh. they opened and they, they knew about marketing. They had had a business before, so they knew about marketing. And the owner said, I remember he told me, he's like, we did billboards. Mm -hmm. They spent $100,000 on oh, billboards, wow. you know? And I think that was so good. And I think, you know, we're a driving community here. You know, we have so many freeways. I would love to have a billboard, you know, and I eventually I would love to have billboard. I'd love to have billboards to advertise our business, but also I'd love to say, um, like in summer, remember, um, don't, don't bring, you know, don't leave, don't leave your dog, never leave your dog in a car. Mm -hmm. um, also the pavement is hot, you know, so mm -hmm. dogs, you see a lot of dogs walking on the pavement when it's hot in the middle mm -hmm. of the day yes. in the summer, not good. You know, just remind like public service announcement saying, you know, remember, don't, you know, if the pavement's hot, if you touch it and you can't, can't touch it because it's so hot, your dog's paws shouldn't be on there either. Mm -hmm. Same with, you know, so just like, um, Public service announcements would be really nice, you know? Gotcha. But initially, just to have great, you know, exposure on those billboards. I especially love the, um, I think they're less expensive, but the, uh, I haven't even checked really, but the um, digital Blip, um, yes. ones. I believe it's like 15 cents for eight seconds. To 15, my... I'm going to write that down. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll write that down after. But um, yeah, so that, billboards would be great, you know, because people coming down the 50, 57 or coming mm -hmm. out the 91, you know, I mean, I think some people, they just go down the 57, mm -hmm. so they'll never see us, you yes. know? Some people yes. come the 91 and then they go south on the 57, so they wouldn't see it, you know? Mm -hmm. So those people, you could, you know. And one of the ways I saw you was with the sign outside and yeah. actually going by on the freeway. It's a great sign. How important is location to your business? It's been great for us, but you know, there, I know Camp Ala San Clemente, there's one in San Clemente, mm -hmm. they do great and they're very, you know, they're pretty hard to get to mm -hmm. and they do fantastic, you know? So I don't think it's critical. I don't think it's critical. I don't just because of that, you know, because anecdotally that's, you know, they're doing great and they're, they're way far off the road. You know, you would never see them unless you were going through their business park, mm. you know. So I know I don't I mean, it's very convenient for the customers. So that's mm. good to drop. You know, they know where we are. And they mm -hmm. it's right here, right, right off the freeway. We're right off the off ramp off State College. That's fantastic. But yeah, I don't think it's critical. Gotcha. Okay. I don't. How would you say is the communication between, let's say, you and other uh, owners of the business of Camp Bowes? Correct. Um, other Camp Bowes? Mm -hmm. It's great with Facebook, the Facebook um, group that mm -hmm. we have. You know, we just you know you put a problem on there and it's solved in like five minutes. You know, somebody oh, wow. could say, "Oh, well, what I do is this." I mean, of course, people have different opinions. You know, we have the things that we have to do as a franchise, mm -hmm. but you know, within that, there's things that how do you do this? How do you do that? And mm -hmm. it's so great. It's kind of like therapy for one reason, but also <laughs> it's, you know, getting great ideas that you might not have had before. I, I love it. That's fantastic. And then we go, we just went um, last month to Colorado. Um, the franchisor is still in, in near mm -hmm. Denver. I forget the exact city, but um, the franchisor is there. So they always, now we used to go all over the country having um, our conferences in different cities, which was fun because you see <laughs> different cities. I remember Boston was like so cool. Um, you know, but now it's just in Colorado, which is beautiful. I have no complaints. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we just went to the, um, we had a, at the Gaylord. It's a big, do you know that one? It's 
more in like Colorado and Texas. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's a huge, massive, massive convention center resort and beautiful. It was fantastic. And it was, it was the best conference we've had ever. Wow. The best conference because uh, we got um, we have a new president. She's wonderful, and um, she she had had worked at camp for you know I mean in Camp Awa she was a marketing director for five years and now she's the president, mm -hmm. and she it was just a great vibe. It was just very cool. It was kind of emotional. People were emo like happy <laughs> and emotional, and it was it was wonderful. It was really great. So I love seeing everybody. You know it's it's a it is we they call it a reunion and it, that's what it is. So you do have those people to rely on, you know. I mean, you know, being in a being a franchise, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, there's times where you're like, <laughs> I can't pick the color in the back. You know, I just showed you the blue mm -hmm. that we painted. I probably wouldn't have picked that color, but they picked it for us. And, you know, I'm not happy about it, but we had to, had to mm -hmm. do that. It does look refreshed. It looks good. It's supposed to be the color of the sky, mm -hmm. you know, which is great. But we have the outdoor yard, so you, the dogs see the sky anyway, mm -hmm. you know. But... Whatever. So, you know, you're getting your franchise. <laughs> it's it's great to have that support. I love the brand. I love, you know, there's a lot of great people, very talented people at the corporate office. So that's fun to work with them. Um, but, you know, again, when they tell you you have to paint in a certain color and you don't want to, that's a drag. Gotcha. You know, so blessing and a curse. As a business owner, if we were to just for a moment separate the type of business that you do and being a business owner, yeah. what are some of the things that you enjoy most about it? Uh, separating it from... Let, let's say if we were to go away from the industry okay. and just being a business owner oh. in general. Oh, that's wonderful. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you're making the decisions of what, mm -hmm. other than, you know, again, you have franchisors, so you don't make all the decisions, but you make most of them. And it's just wonderful to be able to, I mean, first of all, I, when I, I used to sign checks, now I don't have to sign them, but you know, you used to have to sign. When I signed this check, it was an honor to sign a check for somebody and give a check. Now, it, it hurts too, because it's like, that's taking money <laughs> out of my bank account, that's not fun, but it, I, it is an honor to pay people, you know, and that's just something I never thought, um, you know, I would do, mm -hmm. you know, and, but it's also fun to pay yourself. Yes. You know, it's like, wow, I can pay myself. I can decide how much I'm in, money I'm going to give to myself, you know, mm. uh, it's not unlimited yet, you know, someday, <laughs> hopefully, but, um, you know, that, that's just fantastic. I mean, and, and being able to work on so many, I mean, I, I used to compare it to a plate spinner, mm -hmm. you know, you spin the plate of marketing and then you got to go over to operations <laughs> and then you got to go over to finance and you got to, you know, mm -hmm. it's, and then come back, you, you got to, that's the part that's hard is, mm -hmm. oh, you got to come back to it. You can't just leave marketing. You have to come back to cool. it and you have to keep spinning it. And it's hard, you know, that's really, that was, that was really hard, but it's also the a fun part mm -hmm. is, oh, I get to do this. I get to learn about that. There's <laughs> things like, you know, like accounting. I, I really never saw myself doing accounting and now I love it. You're bookkeeping, I guess, really not accountant, but now I love it. It's really fun to look at the numbers. It's interesting to see, you know, um, the growth or, you know, it's not fun to see when you didn't grow, but mm -hmm. you... I mean, I always look at that as an opportunity. Okay, well, what are we doing here? What do we need to do? We've mm. got to do something. We have to do more marketing. We have to do better on operations. We have to add a teacup camp. You know, th those, that's really fun. I mean, it was really fun <laughs> driving those teacup condos from Silverdale, Washington down My here. Bet. It's like, I can't wait to get them in there installed and see the doggies in there. I mean, we really haven't had the doggies. We haven't had any doggies in there yet. So this Thanksgiving, it'll be so fun to see little doggies in a teacup camp, you know, and I did that. Wow. And, and, you know, in general too, you know, 
sometimes I just drive up up here and I get all the clamped because I'm like, wow, we started this. You know, mm -hmm. yes, it's a franchise, so they I, I can't take credit for the Camp Owo name and the concept, but um, you know, we built this from scratch. Mm -hmm. You know, this building was before it was uh, they were selling. Um, I think it was like play play playground equipment, mm -hmm. like backyard playground equipment. That's what they were doing here. Wow. We totally changed. I mean, we changed almost everything and made it a doggy daycare. And it's like, wow, we did that. That's, it's very, it's something to be very proud of. That is definitely, yeah. I mean, that's a huge, huge thing. And yeah. uh, also on myself years ago, when I was an employee until becoming a business owner, oh. there has been a, a, a big shift in understanding just in general and, and reflecting on uh, on life and, and how the flow, I, I guess, if it's a philosophical thing, how things go. Yeah. My question for you would be then this, what are some of the big differences between being a business owner and then looking back and not being a business owner? What were, if you, let's say, the reason I ask for this question is, let's say someone is not a business owner. Right. But they maybe, let's say they're in Colorado or Utah and they want to get into this type of business, mm -hmm. never had any business experience. What can you share with them? Well, like I said, you know, knowing things about accounting and marketing, mm -hmm. all those things I should have should have known before. Now we could rely on our as a franchisor, a franchisee, mm -hmm. we can rely on the franchisor to provide the, those things, you know, mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Um, but I, I think it's so important to have. I mean, I could have. There's t things I could have done before. I could have taken classes with SCORE. Um, mm -hmm. do, are you familiar yes, with SCORE? Yes, I am familiar with SCORE. I love them. They, they've helped <laughs> us so much. I can't tell you. It, especially in the recession. One mm -hmm. one counselor, they're retired business counselors, mm -hmm. as you know, in mm -hmm. uh, Orange County is one of the biggest and most active. Yes. Um, and um, th we've had multiple, you know, for different reasons, we've had multiple advisors and we were even part of a special, it's like a special program where it was multifaceted, mm -hmm. um, where advisors come he came here and, and came to camp and saw what was going on in marketing and yes. finance and all that. And it was fantastic. You know, there, I, I can't say enough good things about them, but for them to come in and help us, you know, what during the recession, one guy, he's like, you know what? He goes, you have washers and dryers because you wash all these blankets and mm -hmm. you know, the fleece mats for the dogs and stuff like that. He goes, just wash them, but get a drying rack and, and dry them on mm -hmm. the drying rack. Just that alone, it's not its not gonna save you tons of money on gas, you mm -hmm. know, your gas bill or, well, ours dryer's electric, but you know, it's, it's gonna save you some money, okay? Correct. Maybe it's, a, I don't know, $100 a month, I don't even know, you know, mm -hmm. maybe 50, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> but psychologically, just doing something like that, you're like, I am saving money by getting that rack and not, and so we did that for like a year or two, you know, where we just had mm -hmm. the dryer, you know, and turning off lights that you don't need, you know, mm -hmm. that's gonna save your electric bill. I mean, our electric bill is huge, I think. Um, you know, doing things like that. So uh, there's m many more things than that, of course, but that's just one example of a small thing you can do. And it just psychologically makes you feel better. Like I'm saving money so that we can get through this recession, which was very mm. difficult, very challenging yes. for us. We, you know, we almost didn't make it. We were this close from mm. closing a couple different times. And, you know, we just would call score, talk to them, work through it. And, and they helped us so many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, that was a very difficult time period, again, for many business owners. Oh, I mean, I remember that. Really tough. So you said SCORE was able to help you out. Yes. And you uh, you did say there was a couple of times it was getting really close. So what were some of the things maybe besides SCORE that helped you continue 
our moms. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, can we please borrow this much money for payroll? You know, yes, that's fine. I'll write a check. You know, both of our moms helped us, and that was so wonderful. Oh, that is excellent. And, you know, so that, and then SCORE, and then the Chambers. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I when we first opened, there were things I had never heard of, you know, <laughs> like a plumbing-ish. I can't remember what it's called. There's some plumbing thing that you have to do every year. I called my chamber, I called Sherry, Sherry at the time, she worked at the Anaheim Chamber. I called her, I'm like, what the hell is a, whatever it's called, this plumbing mm -hmm. thing? She's like, oh, that's something you have to do every year. I have a, a referral, you know, there's a couple of plumbers in Anaheim that we, in the chamber I can refer you to. I called them, they're like, oh, no problem, we do that every year, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. And now they come every year and do that, you know, but I had no idea what that was. I'm like, what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just things that come up, there's just one example of something that comes up that you have no idea about and you mm -hmm. need people, I mean, it does, Take a village, you know, to start a business because, yes, you know, you need the chambers, <laughs> you need score, you need your mom, you need um, everybody, you know, helping you. And, and it's really, um, mm -hmm. you know, I like the, some people call it conspirators you know, when you're opening a business, you know, <laughs> yeah. you need conspirators. They, they even say, like, I think in score, they taught you that they're like, list all your conspirators. Who are the people that are going to be there for you and help you out? And if you need money, if you need advice, if you need Mm -hmm. this and that and those people you know I made a list and there are a lot there mm -hmm. are a lot of people that were there for us you know and I just thank them so much even our one of our employees you know she opened a doggy daycare down the street later oh, wow. mm -hmm. and um, and but she was such she had, was a business major she knew a lot of things that I did not know mm -hmm. and she really helped us and I credit her as being one of the people that helped us through the recession mm -hmm. we to, I mean there were tears you know mm -hmm. sometime for me sitting here I remember Tim and me and and she was our manager at the time and we just sat there and I would cry. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, it's okay. You know, she was calming influence. And she's like, well, you know, what I learned in my business class is you could do this. And then we try that. And, and so, you know, you rely on your employees too. I mean, there's so many times that, you know, Justin's now our manager that, you know, I just, you know, I mean, I try not to cry to him, but, you know, there's been times, you know, where I've cried to him and I'm just like, I don't know what to do about this. And he talks me through it and he's just a calming force. And so, you know, your employees too, they're a huge source of support, mm -hmm. you know? Very much so. Yeah. In the industry as it is right now at the end of 2019, if you could change anything about this type of business model in general or mm -hmm. make a suggestion, what would that be? Well, I think I, I talked about the the vet the vet you mm -hmm. know boarding and stuff. You know, I really when I hear that they're closed on a Sunday, I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that does not make sense at all. Mm -hmm. And actually, our model um, at first we were actually closed on in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. We would just have be more, open in the morning on mm -hmm. Sundays and and in the afternoon to pick up. So, but then we'd have everybody picking up within three hours huh. yeah and that was tough that was really tough on the staff and it was very stressful mm -hmm. and we'd make mistakes sometimes not you know forget their blanket and their you know their toy or whatever in the you know and then you have to mail it or drop it off or whatever you know not <laughs> fun so the you know it's very important to innovate you know mm -hmm. and so we we decided we're like we need to be open sunday you know but some people would come I mean, they usually wouldn't drop their dog off on a Sunday. They usually pick up. But if somebody's going on a trip to Europe yes. on a Sunday and they got to be at the airport <laughs> at 2 and you're closed at 11 or whatever, you know, oh, my goodness, they're going to be so <laughs> mad. And so we realize, you know, we have to be at, open all day, even though we don't have play on Sunday. We don't have play from 10 to 4 now mm -hmm. on Sundays. But we do have the doors are open. We have two people here. Somebody's doing baths. Somebody's you know, taking care of uh, people that are checking out. And I think that's so good. You know, it's just mm -hmm. like, 
don't be closed on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that doesn't make any sense at all. It's just frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, to your knowledge, are there any other companies in the same field who are, let's say, closed on Sundays? No, I guess that that is moving toward. You know, I think that is moving. I, I don't know if it, you know, I don't know if vets are closed. No. I mean, most vets are closed on Sundays. I don't know if they can pick up their dog on a Sunday gotcha. from a vet. I don't know. And you know, it's very important to have places that are not social, also, because some not every mm -hmm. dog is social. You mm -hmm. know, they might not be social with other dogs. They don't like other dogs, and that's okay. You know, and so you do need to have that. You know, mm -hmm. but I, I would hope. I haven't checked, but I would hope that the those kind of facilities are open on Sundays. <laughs> to pick up. Yeah. And if, let's say, my mother brings her dog here and it has some sort of <clears> a <throat> nutritional guideline, is that something that you help with uh, while they're here? Yes. Um, we, we ask about allergies because, you know, if they're allergic to something. I mean, we have, we provide dog food. Oh, this is a nice thing about Camp Out is it's all inclusive. So uh -huh. if you drop, um, first of all, meals and medications are included. We don't mm -hmm. charge extra for that. Um, but if you drop off this morning, at when we open at we open at seven this morning if you drop that at seven and you pick up tomorrow night at 7 p.m that's mm -hmm. just we charge you one night oh wow that's okay. it you don't have to check out by 12 tomorrow we're not going to charge you two dollars for medications or meals um and so we provide our own food it's a good um it's a good quality dog food that we provide for the campers if you forgot your food or if you just some clients just always have us use our food and that's fine but we don't we also don't charge if they come in and they say you know, we have had um, some dogs, okay, microwave the soup, mm -hmm. then sprinkle cheese on, <laughs> then I forget, put green beans, the green beans could be cold or something like that. It was some, some you know, it, we don't charge anything extra for that. So I love that. That's, that's how it should be. You know, you shouldn't have to be charged for food. I mean, the dogs are coming here. You have to feed them. You Correct. cannot feed yes. them. So it's like, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. So I love that about Camp Bow Wow. It's all inclusive. Wow. The daycare is included. We don't charge extra for that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's fantastic. So, but um, we do have to ask about allergies for that food. Um, mm -hmm. But that food, you know, <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, some people believe that you can't change your dog from this dog food to that dog food without mm -hmm. totally, you know, just a little bit, start with a little and then put more and more over like, a month or whatever my our experience anecdotally is that they come in they're on a certain food they eat our food there's no problem mm -hmm. there's never a problem mm -hmm. feeding you know with yeah. stomach issues or anything like that unless they had an allergy if there was an mm -hmm. allergy that you know they can't have soy or they can't have you know one dog was allergic to chicken mm -hmm. which i that was kind of weird but you know couldn't have any chicken you wow. know so you do have to make sure that they're okay with that so my final question for you is how would somebody find you if they're in Orange County or not Orange County? Uh, and, and of course, all the information is going to be also in the descriptions. Right. But briefly, is there an Instagram or a Facebook or a website, a telephone number? How can somebody find you if they need your services? Um, our, our, if you look up Camp Out Anaheim on Facebook or Instagram, that's mm -hmm. us, Camp Out Anaheim. And then our um, our website is campbell.com slash Anaheim. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, we can be found on Yelp and things like that. Um, the best thing to do is, you know, really, if you can go to our Facebook or our Instagram or mm -hmm. our, our website and just kind of investigate because then that'll create some questions. Um, and then call us, you know, mm -hmm. and we, you know, the first question we need to ask is, is your dog spayed or neutered? Mm -hmm. If not, we have a fantastic vet that we refer to, um, Dr. Greek, Greek and Associates, Associates, mm -hmm. they're fantastic, and Yorba Linda. And then um, we will, 
um, ask about that and then you know, ask all the questions that we need to and answer your questions. So really, I, I think at the end of the day, it's the best to be call us, mm -hmm. you know, and have that conversation on the on the phone of is your dog eligible for camp, first of all, mm -hmm. and, you know, ask questions, you know, have they ever played before in an open play environment? Have they been to a dog park? Mm -hmm. Even if they haven't, we'll still, you know, work with them and, you know, but it's it's good to get all the information first, you know, gotcha. and, there, and there's so many times where, I mean, <laughs> I used to make the mistake of going on for 15 minutes about how great our Camp Bow Wow is, and then, oh, by the way, I forgot, to, is your doggy spayed? Or, oh, they're not spayed and they're not neutered. It's like, and they're two years old or something. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I should have asked that the, at first, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we referred, there's there's a couple places that do take, it, it can't be social, no, I, I don't mm -hmm. know of any place that would take um, um, non-spayed and neutered dogs, you mm -hmm. know, after six months. So, you know, you're not gonna find that, unfortunately, but, um, but, you know, we do have a place, a couple places that we can refer you to, you know, so awesome. that works out. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Um, again, I just want to say that I think your facility is phenomenal. And, and, oh, music and, to my ears. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I interview lots of distant, di different business owners, but for the first time, like, wow, this is so different and so unique. I love that. And I, I, love I, just, it. I just like how you, you separate the dogs and how everything is on schedule and how the employees and the staff's knowledgeable and how you have everything that that is needed. So if I had a pet, then you know, that's where I would bring it just because of that oh. transparency and trust. I love to hear that. So, <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for having me here again. Um, I hope we could maybe do this again sometime in the future. I'd love and to. And we'll be happy to, uh, you know, put this on our podcast on iTunes and YouTube and, you know, hope that locals could get to see and watch and listen to this as well. Thank you so much thank for you. the opportunity. Thank you.